Hello, and welcome to the eTech Podcast with me, your host, Ryan Morn. I have been involved in the development of electrified vehicles and machines since 2005 as an engineer and a business leader. This podcast is the product of my passion for electric and autonomous vehicle technology. I'm here to share knowledge from some of the world's leading experts, as well as my own insights. Join me as we accelerate the transition to cleaner, safer and smarter vehicles and grow the industry around the world. This episode has been really, really long time uh, waiting for it to happen. Um, we've got a very special guest today. Um, so the, joining me today at Avid is is a, a fantastic guy who, who I've known for a little while now um, called Boris Tarnovsky. Um, Boris is uh, one of the amazing team from Rimac Automobili, um, the, the now famous Croatian electric vehicle maker that's shot onto the scene in the last few years. Uh, very, very lucky to have Boris here with us today who, to talk about what he does um, and a little bit about his um, his background and the, the goings on at Rimac, which is, is a really exciting story. So thank, thank you, Boris, for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Okay. So just to start off, could you tell us a bit about your background? So how did you get to be doing what you are doing today? Well, I was a student, beginning, I, mean, I was a student and faculty of mechanical engineering in Zagreb. Uh, and I mean, I would say that pretty much everything started in Formula student team. I was one of the founder there and then this is how it, I was introduced into the motorsport and vehicles generally. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it works. Formula student works as a formula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. And uh, after that, I mean, I was in team for three years mm. and after that, uh, I was working, uh, I get offer, a job offer from uh, guys who I know from the races right. and who own the, the tuning and motorsport shop. Yeah. And I worked there for three years, uh, parallel with the faculty. Yeah. And then in some time I decided to, let's say, go on, go further. Yeah. And uh, I, I had a common friend with Matt Rimac, uh who introduced me to him. Right. Uh, and I had a talk with him and uh, in the end he offered me, um, it was not a job, it was just like a project okay. to, to lead, uh, completely independent. And it was a project for electric buggy, oh, wow. uh, was, which was supposed to be developed for um, some uh, sheikh or some, some guys from uh, Arab countries. Okay, yeah. And so I started working on that and after a month or two, uh, I saw some results and in the end Madi decided to hire me for full time and to start with him working on the new car. Obviously you don't look a day over 21, but <laughs> it's quite a long time ago now. This yeah, is, it's uh, uh, more than eight, eight and a half years ago. Because really, it's it's something people always say, like, um, I mean, even talking about Rimac as a startup company, uh, it isn't really. It's, mm, it's, I would say it's in transition. Yeah. It's not completely become OEM. Yeah, but we are in transition, and I think we are heading a good way. Yeah, exciting and dynamic. But, yeah, uh, certainly, it's never boring. Yeah, so you've been doing with Rimac now for um, yeah. eight nine years. Yeah, um, almost nine years. And what's your role at Rimac? What do you do? On a day? Uh, currently, I'm a team leader for powertrain development on Concept Two, okay. so our new car in development. Uh, before I was. Uh, one of the main designer of the concept one. Okay. I pretty much designed 
a lot of the systems in the car. Okay. Yeah. From suspension, chassis, uh, I don't know, cooling system and yeah. stuff like this. And then uh, I worked on different, few different projects. I have some also, I was team leader on some projects uh, for some uh, prototypes and for some other OEMs. Yeah. Uh, and uh, two and a half years ago, I became the team leader for the powertrain on the Concept 2. And from then on, I'm working only on that. So Concept 1 is the product, the car that kind of launched Rimac onto the scene. Yes. Concept 2 is, is just taking it to another level completely. So to be leading the powertrain on like the probably the most awesome EV on the planet, how, like, how does that feel? Yeah, it's a good feel. <laughs> I have a real big responsibility yeah. and to uh, fulfill all the expectations with this car. I mean, yeah. uh, the, the marketing is uh, helping me not uh, to rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard work, real hard work. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very, very interesting. And yeah, the specifications for the vehicle of wh- where you're aiming for it to be is like, Right, that there won't have been another EV really that is 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 in that kind of territory. Yeah, I mean the acceleration, the full top speed, the power, everything is pretty much. <laughs> the the numbers are the highest on the market. I mean, if yeah. you go two seconds, less than two seconds until one hundred kilometers per hour, that's yeah, huge acceleration. Yeah, because Concept One. Obviously, was it was a? I mean, Concept One was a beast of a machine. Like a yeah. really, it's one of my favorite cars actually. <laughs> in the last few years, the powertrain, the the, the multi motor system, the, you know, just amazing job. But you've you've almost had to start again with Concept Two. Yeah, Concept Two. I don't think it used. I mean, it didn't use any component which was developed for Concept One. Right. Even from standard components, it changed most of it. Right. So Concept Two is pretty much done from scratch. We just used experience from Concept One. Yeah, but any system, any component was pretty much developed only for Concept Two. Wow, and, that, and that's and that's a huge undertaking yeah. in a pretty short time scale. Of uh, yeah, I mean, if you look, if you, I mean, we developed now it'd be around two and a half, maybe three years from scratch from the beginning. Yeah, but we start to work hard. I would say two years ago. Yeah, and from then we developed and have first running prototypes for a car. Yeah, uh, with which has uh, numerous systems and uh, features, and uh, which is a state of the art, I would say. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't think anyone would uh, would question that. With One of the other big things that's changed in the business, which for, for you as a leader within the engineering team must have been a massive challenge. You've gone from being a relatively small team you told me earlier today how many people work at Rimac, but yeah, just around six fifty. So six hundred and fifty yeah, people. Currently, yeah. So maybe this this was next week. I'm not sure how much this week. <laughs> so that's massive growth yeah. uh, over the last few years. Yeah, and that's a big issue also because you need to uh, have the system which can take all these people and still be stable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's everything works. You must have gone from kind of a lot of doing stuff to then a lot of supervising other people doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I now I'm happy when I have a chance to do something to to design some part, but yeah. this doesn't happen happen often. I'm I'm leading a small team, uh, but also managing a lot of suppliers. Right. So I would say my team is six people, but uh, with suppliers I indirectly manage I would say hundreds. Yeah. Uh, so it's really a huge job and. Uh, but I mean, in the end, I think we'll 
really, really uh, managed to do a good car and uh, good uh, components for this car. So, so what's what is the plan in terms of the launch of the the concept too? Um, it was presented uh, one and a half year, I think, ago in Geneva. Yeah. Um, and the f- so that means that uh, I saw it then first time. Uh, now we have first running prototypes. Yeah. Uh, we have done f- preliminary crash tests. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the next year, I would say, uh, we will do uh, global homologation for a car. So for Europe, US, China, and Gulf countries. Yeah. So this is also a huge job. Uh, this also includes like something between f- 20 and 30 crash tests. Yeah. Wow. And then around the end of next year, we should get uh, we should have the f- homologation done and first cars will be delivered to the customers. Wow. Okay, so we are getting very close now to launch. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's still one year ago, so. And and uh, I know that obviously the the car is like the kind of symbol, the halo, but an awful lot of I mean, you you guys have got components going into lots and lots of other vehicle programs, which I'm sure you probably can't tell me uh, too yeah. much about. I, know so. I can tell you just the theory. <laughs> so um, the concept to the, our cars generally are a bench uh, showcase of what we, what we can do. Yeah. So we try to um, de- we develop the components for our car and then uh, use this knowledge and the components for uh, other OEMs, which are uh, <coughs> inquiry, inquiring uh, our components. So we are supplying, uh, for example, um, battery and infotainment system for Aston Martin for Valkyra. Yeah. That's wow. known, <laughs> I can yeah, say this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also uh, we are doing this, uh, we are supplying battery for Kenizek uh, Regera. For the other OEMs, I cannot say, but we have some uh, batteries, uh, some uh, motors, gearboxes, and stuff like this. Yeah, being currently in proto phases, but some of the projects have been designed for a series. So, yeah, we really a lot of work also on the on OEM side. I mean, you know, obviously, we're in the same industry, but the transformation in the industry was kind of seen as being the crazy pioneer and. People thought it was funny that he tried to make an electric race car. Yeah, I remember uh, it. <laughs> yeah, um, and the what was the 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 BMW uh, 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 the E thirty? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was it was the beginning. So it he he I think uh, get this car in two thousand ten something like this or even nine. Yeah, he was driving it. First, the petrol engine, yeah. then the engine blow, and then he decided to make an electric vehicle of it, <laughs> yeah. just from scratch. Yeah, uh, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have any idea how to do it, so he was educating himself at yeah. the same time. And uh, he managed to do the first version, then he was doing like 100 iterations to get the car working better, faster. Yeah. And when I joined the company, that car was having around 600 horsepower. Yeah. And going the quarter mile in 11 seconds, which was absolute record in the time. Yeah. And it set up uh, six uh, world records in acceleration for electric car. Wow. I think most of them are still valid. <laughs> yeah. So it was a really interesting car. And um, it, this car helped really a lot in development. 
Is it, is it what, what's happened to it? Is it sort of... Uh... Uh, it's uh, in the warehouse, currently without powertrain. Okay. Uh, it was uh, used as components for the other projects. Okay. Uh, yeah. And actually, pretty much that happened because one of the colleagues managed to crash this car. <laughs> right, okay. Into the wall. He, oh, no. he got, went through the wall, actually, inside the company. Oh, no, okay. Uh, but, okay, it wasn't so big damage, but still need to be repaired. And when it was repaired, it was disassembled. And while it was repairing, these components already end up in some other projects. Yeah, it's funny and how that always happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the car still is in our warehouse, but um, there was not, not time uh, or resources to, to, to try to, let's say, restore it. Yeah, because it's much, much more important things to do now. Yeah, um, maybe, in the, some, maybe in the future we'll manage to do somehow that. In the, in the museum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah uh, in the future. Yeah. So, so with with this, the market's changed so much. Do you sort of feel a difference in terms now of the job and what people think about what you do? And yeah, I mean, in the beginnings, we were just like <laughs> some new company which doesn't know what they're doing, yeah. trying to be a new OEM. It's, it was ridiculous. Mm. But uh, now people think really that uh, we have perspective, yeah. and we see a lot of companies which were popping up on the map and then disappeared again. Yeah. We are still here, so I would say we're going pretty strong. Also, our investor recognized our value. Yeah, because you um, this last year or so, you've closed some huge investments. Yeah, we got investment from Porsche wow. two times. So I think it was uh, last year and this year. Mm-hmm. Then he had investment from Hyundai and Kia. Yeah, wow. And it was really big investments. And in the, ta- in the time, they were... Uh, screening complete company and checked everything yeah. and obviously they were happy since they invested <laughs> yeah, it happened and there's a there's another big investor which is a, a camel group from china yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Uh, i think the biggest producer of the uh, lead acid batteries in china ah okay so maybe a bit of uh, strategic planning about their future yeah but also i think they're ex- expanding the, the 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 portfolio with uh, electric power trains so right Okay, it's a big. Um, the Chinese market, the potential in China is. Uh, yeah, the Chinese huge. market is huge. Um, maybe not so much for high performance, which is, okay. let's say, the main, uh, the main uh, goal in companies to produce high performance components. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, we have a joint venture with them for some more, let's say, commercial units. Okay. Uh, where we work on that in China. Okay, so have you been to China? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> okay, maybe that's coming in the future. Um, I don't know. I currently, I don't have anything to do with, anything to do with that. Yeah. Part work or work, but we'll see. Who knows? Okay, and uh, and then so back at home in Croatia, again, you were telling me today about some really exciting developments in terms of the growth of the company and and new facilities and things. So, yeah, the company is currently around six hundred fifty people. Yeah. So growing enormously. I think it was around 200 people in this year. Yeah. It is hard, but uh, currently we have uh, completely filled uh, our buildings. So yeah. everything is very crowded. Uh, we have a new facility in Hrvatsk- in Zagorje. It's uh, 30 kilometers from uh, our current facility. Right. There we have the production of components and car assembly. And it's planned from the, to start working on a campus. Right. So we will build a campus for around 2,000 people maximum. 
2,000 people. Yeah. Okay. This, this includes uh, wow. R&D, the, uh, testing, uh, production, all, 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 everything should be there. Wow. So it, it will be proper facility. And uh, that's amazing. With, yeah, with a <laughs> lot of a uh, lot of uh, things inside, like uh, kindergarten and uh, some yeah. stuff like this. So, I, if if I had a hat, I would be uh, <laughs> be taking it off right now. I mean, that's it's it's amazing. That the st- the story is amazing. In terms of then the concept to powertrain, what's been the most kind of challenging parts of the development of of something like that? Um, I would say. First, we started with some idea of performance yeah. of the car. So when we start development, we had some de- some idea. Then we let's say set up first specifications for components, yeah. and through some time, uh, these uh, specifications become stricter and stricter. So more performance, uh, bigger speed, m- bigger higher speed, yeah. uh, better acceleration. So in the end, we end up with <laughs> specifications which are like not in this from this world yeah uh, but I, I think we managed to do it uh, it was really a lot of work we were fighting with the weight right uh, but now currently we have managed to to get I would say that the components which are uh, top of, top on the market yeah which hardly can be compared because it's it's gonna have all new motors yes it has com- so <clears throat> We have completely new developed motors, so f- four motors. Uh, there are uh, gearboxes developed from scratch also. Okay. Uh, completely new inverters. So pretty much battery also, of course. Battery is pretty much vehicle uh, designed for a vehicle. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's everything was designed from scratch, but with uh, the, the, high, the highest possible performance of mind. Yeah. As, as you know, you've been around electrification now for 10 years mm. does it surprise you what you can do now compared to what you could do 10 years ago or yeah i mean first uh, there's big difference in the uh, <laughs> work process let's say right. F- from development to production so we, we because of our de- uh, experience we managed to get this much more efficient and right. with um, more quality in the end uh, we managed also to uh, squeeze more performance because we know all, all the physical limits better to really better understand all the physical limits yeah uh, and uh, in the end all this together uh, guide us to do the I mean the best we can I would say that I don't know yeah it always um, surprises me that the new technology you know you, you kind of think that that must be it now and then you know, so silicon carbide has come along, and you can do more stuff and higher speed machines. Yeah. And then now, last couple of days, talking to some people about some really exciting new gallium nitride. That, you know, and it's just actually even within within like the battery chemistry, how that's you you couldn't have imagined. Uh, uh, I would say the battery is developing the slowest. Really? The cells, yeah. Okay. Uh, if I compare the cells now and compare cells in the beginning, like eight years ago. There's, I would say, difference is not big. Okay. Much big. I would say much bigger differences in motors and inverters. Okay. For example, now we have uh, inverter which is 900 kilowatts, so double inverter for two motors, 900 kilowatts, which weighs 38 kilos. Wow. Okay. So it's something that we expected before to be like 
double the weight. Very small, yeah, yeah. So on the on the back, actually, batteries is an interesting one with your car because we we, we have um, normally with batteries you have either energy cells, so optimized for storage mm. capacity, or power cells optimized for power output. But it seems like the performance of your powertrain must need must be both you know yeah i mean we we find the cells which are the closest to some um optimum between power and uh, energy yeah also we have a very big battery so right. 120 kilowatt hours yeah so that uh, give us the uh, possibility to take a little, really big power from it yeah um your powertrain is like one point eight 1.6 megawatts or something? Um, 1.4 megawatts. 1.4 me- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. laughing. It's power plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can... Um, 1.4 megawatts. Uh, that's... It's... it's That's incredible, actually. That that much power in one vehicle. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you're pushing that battery pack at more than 10C yeah, at yeah, peak. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Around 12C, yeah. That's, that's a big challenge. I mean... Yeah, I uh, know. Um, I mean, this is so. This is the big power, so it's not happening all the time. Yeah. So it's it's not so bad. We are we are currently doing the durability test on ourselves okay. to evaluate the, the life cycle, and it should be okay. I mean, we have to take into consideration this car, uh, hyper hypercar, which won't be driven every day, which won't make three hundred thousand kilometers. Yeah. Uh, so I would say, if we compare with the other supercars, hypercars, our durability would be really good yeah yeah and that because really the battery pack is something you know you, you mentioned uh, Austin and uh, Koenigsegg which are yes. like known that you supplying batteries to those guys but really the, that high super high performance battery is something that Remax become yeah they're, for. they're using uh, different uh, cells than us okay we're using different cells for them actually so um, uh, the thing is that their packs are very small uh, okay. they use it uh, since they're hybrids they don't have the need for a big battery pack of the range yeah so because of, of that we're using very small batteries but the let's say the high the most powerful cells on the market right and very expensive of course yeah yeah so i would say the, <laughs> the battery pack for kenzeg which is something like one less than one tenth of the c2 battery was similar yeah so <laughs> you right. can imagine what is the cost of the cells then yeah i mean there's, there's some incredible cells out there and um I mean, yeah, the, the range, it, it is, it, it's a big difference. Like I, I find with, obviously, you've got the mainstream passenger car where you, you're aiming to optimize energy, storage and efficiency normally and cost. And, yes. you know, it doesn't matter if it's a Tesla or an Audi or a Mercedes, actually taking huge maps of cost out is, is really the main focus. Mm-hmm. And I, and that that applies to trucks and and high performance uh, passenger cars as well. But the the hyper cars, it's like this that super end of the market. It's the the, the specification. We were talking about another project, and I joked. Um, someone was complaining about specifications and then the the uh, power to weight ratio requirements on a project. And I said, well, you can guarantee that this other um, supercar will have the same requirements, you know. And sure enough, it, it's it's all about power to weight and squeezing more performance out of an ever smaller package yeah, yeah. i would say that the biggest problem is if you want to have the range and the power at the same time that's tricky yeah yeah because you with the 
and performance because with the range you increase the weight of the battery and increase the weight of the car yeah. then you lose the performance yeah. so it's a <laughs> infinite circle and yeah. really hard to get the <laughs> <laughs> something good <clears throat> yeah the more um the more more battery you're carrying around it, it's um it's definitely there's there's some clear kind of different directions that co- different companies are taking on batteries uh it's interesting to see how the how the market is 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 developing on that side what do you think so in terms of of Rimac and and what you're doing what's what's got you excited about what's coming next so well we are we have, i mean we first you need to deliver the c2 to the cars yeah okay. that, that's the main t- the goal after that there will be next generations of remats okay uh most likely based on c2 for beginning and in the future maybe it's completely new models right okay usually always high performance models maybe slightly less, less powerful and cheaper than c2 but still we won't in, at least from what i know in any near future near future we won't go to the cheap cars right. or mass market yeah uh, stick stick to the niche yeah because it uh, it's a huge investment to do something like this yeah so that's billions of euros yeah and uh, <laughs> I don't see that happening without maybe uh, joining with some big OEM or something like this. Yeah, mind you, there there are some big OEMs who are now very much part of your business. So. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows what will care in the future? Maybe it will be like uh, like part of our job, but still keep the high performance. I don't know. Mm. It's. I think we are uh, we are very flexible and we are adjusting the market to the market. Yeah. Is it um, so? In, in terms of Croatia is, is not known for an automotive industry. Yeah. Um, how has it been in terms of building the business and, and hiring people and, and developing the skills? Is that? Yeah, that's a problem. Because yeah. as I said, there is no automotive business in Croatia. There are some companies that do. They are tier one or tier two. Yeah. But uh, nobody is producing vehicles. Mm. So we don't have uh, people with experience mm. for that. So we. I mean, I myself also never worked in automotive before this company. Right. Okay. If I, if you don't count the tuning store, <laughs> yeah, and make uh, make some racing cars, but um, so I would, I would say creation uh, engineer doesn't have this mindset, which right. is completely different than garage garage approach or uh, working in some smaller company. So it's like big system, and you need to. Uh, comply to all the rules of it and to have some processes defined it and I mean we are defining all that from scratch currently in the company yeah so this is also another thing that we are fighting with yeah um, and finding people we are hiring a lot of from uh, from other countries right we have more than 30 nationalities in company oh wow okay yeah so I would say that I don't know exact number but from my feeling I, I think we have more than 100 foreigners wow and uh, from all over the world. So there must be, um, the, the, the Croatia must be pretty happy with you guys right <laughs> now in terms of... Uh, I hope they are. <laughs> ...a success story. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's fantastic. Um, it, re- it really is. I just, um, I'm in awe of, I, I, I really am, and I know it's really easy to say, but I'm, I'm absolutely in awe of what you guys have done. It's uh, just, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. You know, the, the, the change in the industry and... and being able to really drive that change forwards in the way that um, the, the you and the team and, and Mate have, uh, have done that. It's, uh, it's 
it's just been been brilliant to see that happen thank you yeah so uh yeah really um really really amazing so i I think um just looking at the time we're almost out of time so it's probably um really really good uh time to draw that to a close now but thank you so much for for taking the time out i know you you've uh, basically i'm standing in between uh, you and uh, going home uh, tomorrow so um all the best and uh, wish you a safe travel back to croatia thank you okay great so that's all we've got time for today um I hope that's been useful and uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Uh, Leave us a rating uh, or comment if you're listening to this on YouTube. Uh, Your feedback really, really is valuable to us. Uh, Also, you know, if you've got something, a topic that you're interested in that you'd like to hear us talk about um, or someone you'd like to hear us talk to, don't be shy. Send those in. Um, We are covering more and more uh, listeners' questions in the future. Um, We're starting to see quite a few of those come in on some really interesting topics. So really looking forward to bringing some of those to you. We've also got some fantastic interviews lined up with some really, really knowledgeable people. Um, So they're going to be interesting. I can't wait to get those podcasts out. So that's all from me for today. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon.